We look forward to seeing you at Two Days of Truth being presented by Beyond Labels. It's our fourth annual Two Days of Truth Summit. This year's theme is Detox is for Everybody. We're bombarded by everything from chemtrails to EMFs to pesticides, herbicides, even uh, toxic people. We're going to deal with all of these aspects at the Two Days of Truth Summit coming up. Sina, give us the final information. I'm really excited about this summit. I think this is going to be our best one yet. It's June 14th and 15th at Polyface Farm. We have some fantastic speakers like Sayer G, the founder of Green Med Info, uh, Dr. Leland Stillman, who's been featured by Wise Traditions lately, Hilda Labrada-Gore, affectionately known as Holistic Hilda, you and me, of course, we also have, for the first time ever, a kids and teens program. So now the adults can enjoy the adult side while they know that their kids and their teens are having fun while also being educated by Joel, myself, and Hilda. It's going to be a blast. And this year, what we're going to do is we're going to actually teach you ancient and modern techniques for how to detoxify the body, mind, and spirit. And we're going to help you put together a personalized plan like an action plan that you can take home and start. As soon as you arrive home, you can implement this action plan and start your detoxing. You know, listen, folks, Polyface is only eight hours from half of the U.S. population. Take a long weekend, come join us, and uh, you'll rub shoulders with other like-minded people, find our tribe, and be encouraged. It's a lonely place out there lots of times, especially if you're a bit of a maverick. So come and spend time with other mavericks and get encouraged, inspired, and enthused about living a more healthy life. So I love the topic for this year, detoxification. It is one of the most important topics that we could ever address at our health summit. Because as Joel mentioned, everyone, every single person needs to know how to detoxify their body, mind, and spirit in order to achieve optimal health and wellness. I don't buy into this whole like autoimmune disease is the body's gone rogue. It's hating itself. It's attacking itself. Uh, like it, you know, like it just has no intelligence whatsoever. That's not what's happening. It is actually protecting you. It is trying to help you the best way it knows how, and you're just not listening to it's speaking to you. It speaks to you through the symptoms. Okay. So if you want to learn how to reverse any kind of dis-ease, you learn how to listen to the body to read the symptoms so you know what to do. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Beyond Labels, the podcast. I'm your host, your co-host, Joel Salatin, the farmer with our favorite researcher, Dr. Sina McCullough. In the one of the previous um, recent podcasts, we dealt with some questions about reversing especially chronic type diseases or diseases or imbalances, as Sina would say. And, um, and, and we, we drilled down on just the emotional, psychological belief systems uh, in our culture and in our own heads surrounding the ability to actually, you know, overcome these, um, these chronic diseases. And, and, you know, we had a list of them, everything from, you know, from MS to diabetes to, cancer and heart disease, you know, these, these, these in, in, incorrectable uh, supposed things. And so today we're going to move forward with some specific questions on the physical aspects of what are some of these, what actually do you do physically to deal with some of these things. And, um, 
And so if you're if you're if you miss that previous one and you're looking for those that that uh, kind of um, belief system foundation, go back and listen to it. Today we're going to move on to the physical aspect of these um, imbalances. So, Sina, um, start on with with what what are the questions? Great. Okay, I'm going to jump right into it. <laughs> so the first question is: um, Did the functional doctor give Sina some kind of diagnosis? Yes. So I I received the diagnosis of an advanced stage of rheumatoid arthritis, uh, arsenic poisoning, uh, leaky gut. Um, I was borderline for beriberi and pellagra, which are two diseases that um, basically were eradicated by the mid-1900s in the U.S., but we're seeing a resurgence of them and they do lead to things like paralysis and death. Um, I was in, so I was deficient in 15 different nutrients that again, did not show up on any Western tests. I was also diagnosed with severe muscle wasting, like a cancer patient would experience or could experience. And I was uh, protein malnourished. Um, and that's because you know, so that, that goes along with the muscle wasting because sometimes when you get to a certain stage of illness, the, the body starts breaking down your own muscles, um, different tissues in order to make um, antibodies, uh, to fight what it, what the body perceives to be invaders, you know, maybe foods that are leaking in different toxins. Um, so so the body starts breaking it down because it needs the substrate to in order to make the antibodies to help you. So it's actually a protective response, a defense mechanism, um, but it does show up sometime as being protein malnourished and um, having severe muscle wasting. Uh, so those were the diagnoses. Um, and for better or worse, I got them. And, you know, at one point, let's do a podcast about getting the diagnosis and shifting out of that because instead of going to that now, uh, because that was, a, that was a devastating blow. And I'll talk about how I got through that. Um, okay, the next question is, what exactly is leaky gut? Is that why Sina wasn't absorbing the vitamins in her daily multivitamin that she took? Uh, what caused her to be able to start absorbing the nutrients? Was that because of the detoxing from the arsenic? Okay, so let's first go into that question of what is leaky gut. Then, then we'll go into, um, you know, not absorbing the nutrients. We'll talk about how I can start eating foods now, uh, how I was able to start eating all those foods again. And then go into this last question where somebody wants to know, um, what did you actually do? Like after you identified, like remember chicken and bay leaf were two of my food triggers. After you identified you had that and you had the arsenic poisoning, what did you actually do that brought you back to health? Or was that all that you did? Can you eat more food now? How does that whole process work? Okay, so I'm gonna clump all these together. So let's start with um, what is leaky gut, right? Um, or intestinal permeability. So we all have a single layer of cells that lines most of our gastrointestinal tract. And that means that one cell separates you from the environment. 
That single layer of cells is held together by what we call tight junctions. Those, you can think of them like Velcro. Okay, so when we digest food particles or other beneficial nutrients, they need to go from your gastrointestinal tract into your body. And when that happens, the tight junctions have to unvelcro, right? They unvelcro from each other. They allow those good nutrients to pass through and then they reseal themselves. And it's a highly regulated process. Now, just behind those tight junctions, there's the GALT or the gastrointestinal lymphatic tissue. The GALT is actually a layer of immune cells and it guards against any breaches that may occur in the gastrointestinal tract. We, it's estimated that somewhere around 60 to 70% or maybe up to 80 of your immune system actually originates in the GALT. Okay, in addition to that, we think about 80% of the antibodies that your immune system produces also originates in that GALT. So you can see it's very important to maintain integrity of that GALT system and the gastrointestinal lining, right? The tight, junction, tight junctions. The, it's the combination of the tight junctions and the GALT that provides a strong defense against um, foreign invaders or perceived foreign invaders, right? So that keeps you healthy on this physical level. Those tight junctions can actually be damaged when you're exposed to different types of triggers, emotional triggers or physical triggers, physical stress triggers, um, foods that your body reacts to, toxins, some prescription drugs damage the tight junctions, um, and imbalances or gut dysbiosis can damage the tight junctions. So all types of things, um, glyphosate, for example, when they're damaged, they don't work properly. That means the opening and closing of this kind of Velcro gate is not highly regulated anymore. So instead, the gate will sometimes allow large molecules to leak in, um, and that is called leaky gut. So it's just an in, it's an intestinal permeability that's been increased to allow molecules and maybe even microbes in that aren't supposed to be there. So your body doesn't actually recognize them because they're not supposed to be there. So what happens is that GALT will mount an immune response and that immune response is inflammatory in nature. So sometimes it begins as an acute inflammatory response, but then as your body becomes overwhelmed with the toxins from the environment, it can lead to a chronic level of inflammation. And that's when you get into disease, dis-ease or the imbalance formation, okay? so. It's the leaky gut along with the, the chronic inflammation. This is one big reason on the physical level why we're seeing so many food allergies and food sensitivities pop up, especially among children, right? You, you see these like, right? When you go into, I mean, Joel, you've probably seen this at like at church, like at Sunday schools or daycares, you know, or, or public or private schools, you'll see all these allergy signs on the doors now, right? I mean, it's just kids are becoming sensitive to, all kinds of stuff. It's not just the couple kids with peanut allergies anymore, right? All, some kids are becoming sensitive to pepper of all things, right? Mm. So this has become rampant. It's it's one, one big theory is that it's through this mechanism. It can also lead to chronic disease though. So here's just one quick example. You know, I tested positive for non-celiac gluten sensitivity. So when I ate gluten, it would damage the gut lining, the gastrointestinal lining. And when, and so having leaky gut, the gluten proteins, uh, those compounds in that meal were not broken down properly. 
And so they would actually leak into my bloodstream. They, so they became systemic. Um, my body saw them as foreign invaders. And so it tried to protect me by mounting this immune response. And so the body became systemically inflamed. In theory, if I had stopped eating the gluten, the lining would heal and the inflammation would subside. But as you know, I was duped by that gluten-free label and I kept eating the gluten. So my body kept attacking it, trying to help me. And what happens is in this situation, the gluten protein itself, it looks similar to other proteins in your tissues. So over time, your body can get confused. It can't tell the difference between the gluten and your tissue. And so it targets you know, your own tissue. And that process is called molecular mimicry. It's doing that to help you though, right? It's not, I don't buy into this whole like autoimmune disease is the body's gone rogue. It's hating itself. It's attacking itself. Uh, like it, you know, like it just has no intelligence whatsoever, whatsoever. That's not what's happening. It is actually protecting you. It is trying to help you the best way it knows how, and you're just not listening to it's speaking to you. It speaks to you through the symptoms. Okay. So if you want to learn how to reverse any kind of dis-ease, you learn how to listen to the body to read the symptoms so you know what to do, okay? So the body will tend to quote unquote target you where there's um, a perceived weak spot, okay? So in my, in my case, it targeted my joints and that's how I developed an advanced stage of rheumatoid arthritis even though I was in my 30s. If it targets the brain, you can develop ADHD, autism, Alzheimer's, you know, any um, imbalance of the central nervous system. So, you know, MS, Bell's palsy, any of those. If it targets your pancreas, for instance, it could lead to diabetes. If it targets the thyroid, it can lead to Hashimoto's. Um, you, list goes on and on. Um, there is a lot we still don't know, obviously, about how this whole system works. But that is the main um, hypothesis at this point. Um, and what's interesting about it is that they all, all of these chronic or autoimmune quote diseases, um, they all involve a similar process, right? Many functional doctors that are that that see people that many successful functional medical doctors um, now don't even test you for leaky gut. They assume you have leaky gut because that's what all the testing is showing us, that if you have, if you're on the autoimmune continuum, as we call it, you probably do have leaky gut. So it's assumed instead of wasting the money to test it. We also know that they all, all of these conditions involve chronic inflammation. Uh, and so now we're actually starting to recategorize them as inflammatory diseases. Um, and what's really cool about that is that as we're learning these things and we're connecting the dots like I did, what that means is that regardless of which body part has been targeted or which name of a quote disease has been assigned to you, all of these conditions, all these autoimmune and chronic diseases um, all operate through the same or very similar mechanisms. So that means that whether you're trying to reverse MS or cancer or diabetes or arthritis or seasonal allergies or high blood pressure, high cholesterol, the basic steps are all going to be the same. Okay, so there's a basic roadmap that you can follow that's all the same. You're going to have different triggers than somebody else. 
right? You're going to have different triggers. So for me, one of mine's grain. It may not be a trigger for somebody else. And that's the journey is finding your unique physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual triggers. Um, but I can't express this. And I'm, I'm trying, I'm repeating it so that people can really understand it. The roadmap is the same. So people will contact me and say, okay, so you had rheumatoid arthritis. I get that, but I have, um, stage three, stage four cancer, or I have, um, heart disease, or I have lupus or Lyme. So mine's different. It probably isn't going to work for me, right? No, that's not correct. They all have the same roadmap to follow. Okay. So they're all yeah. under the same roadmap, just different individual triggers. <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, so what you have is a, uh, a, a common issue, a common issue that surges into the body from different avenues. Mm -hmm. And, and that's why just attacking the avenue, like uh, taking an anti-inflammatory to reduce the swelling in your knees does not actually deal with the wellspring of the problem. And, and, um, and so that's, that's why all roads, all roads lead to the same destination and uh and a and a specific cover-up a specific cover-up to the destination does not deal with the problem that's exactly right you summed it up exactly right so when i'm saying that they all of these conditions involve you know probably leaky gut and they all we know involve inflammation what I don't mean is that inflammation is the root cause. It is not. Inflammation is part of the body's defense mechanism. It's protecting you. It's not what's causing the quote unquote dis-ease. So when you take an anti-inflammatory, you are not helping your body to reverse the disease. What you're doing is masking the symptom. So you're breaking the communication between you and your body. You're basically saying, you're doing, you're being loud over here and I don't want to hear you. And so I'm going to shut you up. Right. And so, yeah. and, and I'm yeah. not blaming anybody. This is our mindset. This is what culture oh, listen, to listen, do. Yes. Yeah, see, I can't help, but, but bring in the exact same mentality toward weeds in a pasture, man. If I get a question, if I get one question about weeds, it's a, it's, it seems like a million questions about weeds and, and, and and the 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 truth is that weeds are simply symptoms of a management technique and and whatever weeds you have are simply indicating the result of the management the way you've been managing that field that pasture that whatever and so around here you know our our what a little saying is change the management change the vegetation but what people see is, well, I, you know, I see that cockleburr over there. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to spray it or whatever, get rid of that. Well, actually, that cockleburr is partly there um, because it was wet and you had a, a, a difficulty of nitrogen being able to get into the, the, the rain was making nitrogen want to go into the aquifer. 
And so nature sends a cockle burr, which sucks up the nitrogen so the aquifer doesn't get poisoned with nitrogen. So so all these weeds actually are symptomatic of, of issues going on that that they're they're not the problem but but people see the weed that's the physical manifestation let's get let's deal with that but the but the issue is management and i mean the the, the parallels here are absolutely identical absolutely identical thank you for joining us on beyond labels our mission with this podcast is to make it accessible to everyone but we are behind a paywall because the issues we discuss are often subject to censorship. We've run into that, and so we have an extremely modest paywall to let us have the freedom to discuss the kind of issues we want to discuss in the way we want to discuss them. And you can become a member and enjoy all this content by clicking on the description box below. We look forward to having you join our family.